Good morning, Zinger Nation. It's Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're a little Mr. David Willie here, my co-host. Also, a little casual Friday action. You'll love to see it. I hope everyone has had a fantastic week so far and a great day and a gearing up for a good weekend. Today is Friday, July 28th, 2023. Welcome back to Daily Stocks to Watch from the Benzinga Pro News Desk, the place to get some fresh, hot trading ideas every single trading day, at least five ideas to talk about, to learn a little bit about, know what's going on in the markets, and then get you out to your trading day. How are you doing today, David? Doing fantastic. Thank you, Michael. Yep, doing well. I'm painting my deck this weekend, so it's nice to be on Friday to begin sort of planning the, the moves and, you know, enjoying the weekend. So wow, all right, all right. A, a deck painting weekend. That's that's gonna be wild. Okay. I hope uh, <laughs> I hope that'll be a, a good one. <laughs> I encourage everyone to get outside this weekend. You know, you gotta yes. you gotta get away, uh, get outside, enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the, the July weather. Touch some grass. It's the last weekend of July. <laughs> it's crazy. It's gonna be August soon. That's absolutely insane. And with the timing, we've got more earnings reports that you got to be watching. So we'll crack into our list right now. Stock to watch number one is the Chevron Corporation. That's ticker CVX. Number two, we've got Intel, which is INTC. Number three is Procter & Gamble. That's ticker PG. Number four, we've got the Exxon Mobil Corporation. That's XOM. And number five, big movement play. This is a this is a wild one for the day. That's Rita Pharma. That's ticker R E T A. Rita Reuta. It's Riata. <laughs> it's a spell Riata Pharmaceuticals. Whatever it is, we'll talk about it in a little bit. But starting off, let's talk about Chevron posting uh, the quarterly earnings. Uh, before the opening bell this morning, with expectations at three thirteen per share revenue, forty eight point one seven billion, uh, some pretty big numbers there. But Chevron is one of the huge oil giants. One of these companies. If you're watching the earnings right now, uh, what is going on now? Down a little bit pre market. They were actually down about two percent right at the open of pre market hours. Now only down about half a percent. Nothing absolutely crazy going on with Chevron. But looking at the year-to-date, the stock is down almost 11% year-to-date. Has been having kind of a choppy 2023 so far. Some upward movements, some downward movements. I mean, past year, we're looking at a little over 5% up in a year. Up almost 30% in the past five years. After COVID, Chevron has handily recovered and is doing well. But the oil, the whole oil sector has is, is been doing pretty good Post-COVID, pretty darn good. If you got in right when the, the crazy dip happened, you're sitting very pretty right now. Um, but I think also starting to face a bit of a conundrum of where do they go from here? We've seen increasing regulations, um, increasing calls for governments to take action on green energy, a whole, a whole slew of things. And these, these big companies are apparently investing more into green energy, more into different ways of creating the revenue and profit that they are, are known for. The time will tell and definitely be tuning into uh, that earnings call right now. If you are a shareholder, uh, you should at least be checking out what the guidance is. And if even if not, check out what the reports are after we get final, after they close things out. 
Exxon is also on the list as well, which will be coming up a little later. But these stocks are crucial to be watching. If you're looking at the macro plays, if you're looking at where uh, commodities are going and where the companies that lead it, what they're doing. Yeah. And as you said, Mike, we will we'll be touching on Exxon in a little bit. But, you know, a question I have looking at these these big uh, oil oil companies is as the shift towards green energy gets really, you know, accelerated in part, as you said, uh, pushed by by government regulations. And there's a lot of a lot of consumer interest. Do uh, uh, traditionally, obviously, these these oil companies have been very dependable, very high rewarding stocks. But do, do you think these companies have the ability to pivot? towards more sustainable more renewable forms of energy do we do we continue investing in these stocks because we think okay they have it in them to to you know keep with the times and and to make these adjustments or are they going to get left behind are they going to get sort of caught in the crossfires of renewable energy and and sort of not be able to make not to not be able to pivot it's a that's i think that's the big question that is on the mind of every every big oil company exec and and sh- big shareholders as they're listening into these earnings calls. Um, it's a tough question to answer because I think certain industries have, have achieved that. Some industries have managed to keep up with the times and keep up with the trends and consumer and regulatory preferences. I think it could be a situation uh, similar to electric cars. We've seen the uh, auto industry pretty pretty quickly be able to shift um, their their investments, their research and development. Surprisingly, I, fr- frankly, I've been very surprised at the the speed of the big legacy automakers coming out with electric models. Do I totally agree with full electrification of cars? I don't know. I th- I, I like some internal combustion engines, um, but it's an interesting. It's a whole debate to be had. I think these companies, maybe the on the upside, the companies that have already started um, these these initiatives. Uh, maybe in the last decade, I feel like uh, I think it was Shell and I believe Chevron have been talking about you know increasing investments to diversify their revenue generation for the last decade. Um, if these things actually work out, I think it's possible. I think we have seen companies where you think of the name and you think of one specific type of product or one specific commodity or one specific service have been able to pivot in the past. I think it's going to be it's going to be tough. I mean, it falls a lot on management. It falls a lot on good execution. So definitely something to watch out for when you're listening to these earnings calls, what the forward-looking guidance is, how the tone of the CEO or other presenters on the call, how they sound, if they're optimistic, if they're down, downtrodden, you know, check out they got the, the, the human side is, is how these companies are actually going to take action and fail or succeed and the goals to diversify and, uh, and have additional ways to be in the energy market, you know, no matter what happens on the regulatory side. Also, a quick update. Uh, Chevron did beat on revenue uh, with 48 point, almost just about 48.9 billion, beating consensus 48.8, but missed on EPS at $3.08, missing the consensus of $3.28. Now, our next stock to watch is Intel Corporation. That's ticker INTC. They reported better than expected results for their second quarter and issued strong guidance. 
Intel shares jumped 8% to $37.34 in after hours trading. And right now they're looking at about $36.78, a jump of about 6.5%. Now their revenue was $12.9 billion versus the $12.13 billion expected by the streets. So almost, uh, that's about 0.8 billion uh, uh, beating uh, expectations. Their earnings per share were 13 cents uh, per share versus uh, an expected loss of 3 cents per share. So that was also um, quite, a, quite an impressive uh, degree to beating expectations. And they have an adjusted gross margin of 40%, which was slightly above what was expected. Now, you know, tying back into the conversation from the that's come up frequently this week about AI. Uh, we had the Intel CEO Gelsinger saying that the semiconductor company will, and I quote, build AI into every product that we build. So Intel definitely looking to compete and challenge the success of NVIDIA. Um, that's another big name in the, in the computing sector, which has done really well with AI investments. You know, NVIDIA's stock has increased, I think, 140% uh, in the past six months because they you know, seem to have done really well with AI computing. Let's take a NVDA. And so Intel looking to really get involved in bringing AI as well into the computing sector and into the semiconductor space. And Intel, one of those companies that if you are looking into the sector, if you you gotta you gotta watch these these big brands, these big moves from these big brands are pretty crazy. I mean, we saw Nvidia, like you mentioned, David, huge move uh, now a while ago. I, it feels like that was yesterday that Nvidia was the huge news piece in the markets, almost in that. I think they did maybe they had for a little bit of time that trillion dollar market cap, um, just an absolutely monster move. So you see a big move coming out of Intel. Anything, I mean, a 7% move on the morning for Intel. This is a huge company. These are very, very strong numbers, um, at least in terms of the way the market is reacting. Intel has been investing pretty darn heavily into building new uh, fabrication sites, new centers. I mean, I think it's working with the U.S. government. They just announced another big foundry. They've got a multi-billion dollar project in Ohio, another multi-billion dollar project somewhere else. Like they're, they're really uh, throwing some money around with, with a lot of taxpayer dollars as well. So uh, a little bit of a tandem operation there, but it's going to be interesting to watch what happens in the next, in the coming years for nearshoring semiconductor manufacturing and how Intel and these other big players in the industry are going to come out of it. Stock to watch Number three, we've got Procter & Gamble, that's ticker PG, the consumer packaged giant. Expectations were at about, what, $1.32 per share on revenue of $19.98 billion. But they beat on both, not by much, but a little bit with fiscal fourth quarter earnings of $1.37 a share on revenue of $20.6 billion. So a nice tidy little beat there. Uh, talking about on, on the call itself, talking a good bit about raising prices to match with inflation um, and consumer preferences staying pretty robust. People not necessarily minding too much when their uh, head and shoulders costs an extra 35 cents a bottle or something along those lines. Procter & Gamble 
probably the king of the consumer packaged goods industry, along with, I guess, Unilever, um, maybe Nestle is in there too. Some of these really large, um, huge category spanning companies that fill the shelves of supermarkets uh, worldwide. One of those names that is very, very good to look at for consumer sentiment. I mean, we've seen uh, the Fed raising rates recently. We've seen reports that inflation is continuing to trend downward. Um, maybe avoiding that, uh, that, that recession, possibly. We don't want to say too much, but it seems like the Fed may have been able to pull off a soft landing. And companies like Procter & Gamble could be some of the, the happiest about that, at least in terms of the consumer sector, because they ri- rely completely on consumer spending uh, for the revenue. But a pretty darn good quarter for Procter & Gamble. Absolutely. Now, our fourth stock to watch is tying us back to the beginning of our conversation about oil. It's uh, ExxonMobil. That's ticker XOM. Now, analysts expected quarterly earnings at $2.01 per share on revenue of just over $80 billion before the opening bell. And ExxonMobil shares initially rose to about $105.70 in after-hours trading. They have since taken a bit of a dip since the earnings were posted. Now, the income was about $7.8 billion. Um, and that was $1.94 per share. Now, this is set against the second quarter of 2022, which was a record of $17 billion. Uh, so this is obviously a big dip, about a 56% drop from their record of last year. However, excluding, you know, and obviously that is just a terrible headline that, that no... No CEO really wants to see posted about his company. And it's sort of all over the news right now that this has been a big dip from Exxon's success last year. Um, But actually excluding last year's record second quarter, Exxon posted some of its strongest quarter two results in more than a decade. And that was due in part to, you know, they did some cost cutting. They sold off some less profitable Mm -hmm. assets. And so... Again, I think the question for a lot of these companies is, you know, um, Exxon is, it's done, you know, it's, it's, it's the past six months have not been great for the company because they, the, the stock has dropped you know, about seven and a half percent, but it's not, that isn't really that bad, all things considered. And, and, you know, in the past five years, they seem to have done pretty well, increasing stock price by about 30%. So you know, it, the, these 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 are not really terrible results for Exxon, but I think a question, as you said earlier, Mike, for a lot of investors right now will be, what does the future hold? What is their ability to pivot? What is their ability to adjust to changing circumstances? Definitely. And in terms of pivoting and changing to circumstances, Biogen is the, the uh, bonus stock, but the stock to watch number five is their buyout, which is Riata, it's R-E-A-T-A, I don't know if it's Rita, Rita, but the, the ticker is R-E-T. I'd say Rita. Rita Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> <laughs> and this was a big, big, big announcement this morning in the biotech sector. Um, a pretty, pretty darn big number of $172.50 per share in cash. That comes out to... 
uh, I had the number here, about $7.3 billion buyout. Uh, so that's a that's a big number. As soon as you got the, the B there and it's more than uh, one or two, this is something that everyone, I think, is looking at in the biotech sector. Riata up 51.5% today. But still, this is interesting, still hovering around $164 a share. So there's actually still a bit of uh, about a $8 wiggle room there in terms of the cash price, if, if it will go through could always be canceled before it goes through. So there's some risk there, um, but really, really, really big movement uh, pre-market. And an interesting company as well. I mean, the last the last year, uh, Riata up 440%, uh, seems to be a pretty successful company, at least in the, the sphere that it's in. Back in February of 2020, it was actually worth even more than it is right now at $225 a share at its peak. So down a little bit from then, but this is certainly some very good news uh, for Riata. And Biogen originally was actually up a little bit pre-market, uh, about a one and a half percent, now a little bit down, about a quarter of, of a percent down once we have the market open. Uh, Biogen, the company, spending uh, that $7.3 billion to acquire uh, Riata, a very large move for the company. Biogen has been one that has pretty consistently, at least uh, as far as I can remember, pretty consistently been bolstering its its set of pipelines and products in the pharmaceutical sphere. It has to compete with the, the other big players like Pfizer, Merck, AstraZeneca. Uh, so Biogen making a very big move here this morning. All right, we're going to go back over our list. Uh, make sure we caught everything and then get you out to your Friday trading day. Stock to watch number one was Chevron Corporation with ticker CVX. Stock to watch number two was Intel Corporation with ticker INTC. Number three, we had Procter & Gamble. That's ticker PG. Number four, we had ExxonMobil. That's XOM. And number five was Riata Pharmaceuticals. That's R-E-T-A. Hope everyone has a great, great Friday and a wonderful weekend, and we'll be catching you on Monday. As always, Mr. O'Connor, it's been an honor. Have a lovely weekend, everyone. Take care. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.